Welcome to River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Dole Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. through the public school system uh and um uh after that after first and second uh, i'm sorry kindergarten first grade uh, my parents actually put me in a christian school they had just opened and um uh, you know great uh, great education great time um and years later i never really just had any questions until years later almost as an adult or young adult i said hey mom and dad i i so appreciate you you know sacrificing and putting me in that um christian school but you know why was it that you did that and this i didn't know because i didn't remember this other than i do remember um being hit in the face by a little boy and and you know that was not fun. Uh, that can happen anywhere. But my parents said the reason they did that was because I would pray over my lunch and the teacher. Now, this isn't every teacher. This isn't, but that particular teacher would make fun of me. And I had the same teacher for kindergarten and first grade. So they removed me out of that. You know, and that's what parents do, right? They see a problem, they see an issue, and if it's not going to be corrected, then then they change things. So anyway, that's my my uh, story with the public school system. Uh, you know, and I grew up in the public school <laughs> oh, system. Oh, you did? I did. Like I, from K to 12? K through 12. Okay. I attended schools in Bakersfield, California. All right, all that's right. That's where I'm originally from. I yeah. moved here about five years ago after my husband got out of the Navy. We came back here to his hometown. Yeah. But I, what I'm noticing now is a lot of parents think that their kids are getting the same experiences in public school that they got in oh, the wow, yeah. 90s, early 2000s, yeah, yeah. and it's completely different. You know, right. back then, right. whenever I was in public school, I see now where things started going wrong. Uh-huh. I know whenever my own son was in kindergarten, gosh, probably eight, nine years ago, yeah, yeah, he had a, a teacher tell him that he wasn't allowed to pray at school. You know, he oh, must he have been related to my teacher back then. <laughs> must have been. Okay. Yeah, you know, just minding his own business in a yeah, corner. And the right. teacher asked what he was doing. He said, you know, I'm praying. I'm having a hard time. And she said, well, you can't do that at school. Oh, my And goodness. of course, my son, knowing yeah. better than that, that Good he for can him. pray wherever he wants. Yeah. He, you know, continue. Yeah. But yeah, it. there's been a, a shift in our public education totally. system. And it's it's not focused on education anymore. Yeah, education to me, from what I'm seeing, right, the information I'm getting and receiving, reading and all that, is that really the education part is really secondary, right? It really I is. I mean, it, 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 and somebody could say, well, that's that's not true, you know, but the truth is that it is secondary. It's very obvious because if we now make it, uh, which are previous governor now uh, made it so that you you know you don't even have to read or write to graduate right yes uh, that that means that education is secondary i agree education has been right been put secondary and been replaced with social emotional learning yeah. with feelings with um political and social agendas right um it, it's really sad we're we're failing our kids you know our district is it's really bad. One of the worst in the state. Oh, Our no. state is one of the worst in the country. Yeah. Our kids cannot compete on the national scale. And it's sad. It's scary. I believe, now don't quote me on this, All but right. All right. it was you around a little over 70% of our high school graduates who go on to higher education have to take at least two years of immediate classes which are so far behind. Which is so unfair to them. Because that's expensive. That costs them money or their family, whoever's paying for it, that costs that's them money. That's all their money. FAFSA grants. That's all that money that yeah. they got for free. You know, I, my education was paid for on FAFSA grants. Okay. I didn't come from a well-off family. I uh-huh. came from working parents. Yeah, yeah. And so my trade school was paid for by FAFSA grants and obviously more on top of that. Sure. But if I had gone to a traditional school and been behind, then all of that money would have just paid for what I was supposed to learn in high school. Yeah. Which, which, like you said, that, that, that's a failed, that's a broken system. Uh, You know, I mean, it's so, so sad what I'm seeing. And, and like you said, it's really not fair to the children. The children are children. 
right? So they're children. They don't have anything to compare it to. So whatever they're learning and they're experiencing to them, that's quote unquote the normal, right? So, and I think you're so, so right, Cassidy. So, so parents, maybe they grew up in, in the public school system. They had, they had a good experience or at least, a, you know, fairly good experience they 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 you know graduated um or at least got their ged they didn't have any super crazy stuff going on and so it is kind of safe to assume that their children are going to experience the same thing and i think what i have seen um and not judging parents uh, at all um especially those that are really you know trying to be involved in their children's life but a lot of times what I'm seeing is that, you know, parents drop off their kids at school or get, they get picked up on the bus, whatever, and the kids go to school for what, you know, eight hours a day, I don't know, upwards to nine hours a day, depending on the situation. And, you know, maybe mom and dads, uh, you know, go to the parent-teacher conference, but that that's it. They, they're, they're literally their most precious gift, their children, they're 100% entrusting these children to complete strangers. Absolutely. And, and different and ideologies. Different ideologies. Different values, different worldviews. Yeah. You know, these, these adults that our children spend so much time with, they don't necessarily hold your same beliefs. They don't necessarily hold your opinions. Even and more so now, I think, percentage-wise. more so, especially now, because a lot of our teachers of faith have left the districts yeah, you know our right. teachers have been walking away in droves and it's really scary there are still some that are really holding on and they fighting holding, and yeah. they have hope and it's a lot of them are faced with the fact that they can't leave I mean they've put their whole career into this and they're just that close to retirement and their yes. benefits and if they give up now then that's their whole life's work right but they go home every day and they are torn yeah. and they you know have to speak to God and they have to you know, ask for the strength to just keep moving on and yeah. fly under the radar. Yeah. And it, it's tough and I feel for them. But, yeah. But we need them there too because yeah. we, th those are our kids' safe places. You know, right. they, we see all these signs that say this is a safe zone and this is where you're free to be me. Well, my children don't feel comfortable there. No. My children don't feel safe whenever they're surrounded by these ideologies and, yeah. you know, these these things that are being pushed upon them right right and that's a, that's actually a really good point right um the 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 agenda that's being pushed right now um is you know you know all inclusive all inclusive don't judge all inclusive and the truth is is that agenda that that group is one of the most judging exclusive group uh, one of them, right? Uh, because like you said, for your children, uh, you know, they don't feel safe. They, they, you know, um, want to go and pray, you know, pray in the corner, stressing out, you know, take a moment to pray, pray over their food, ask the Lord to bless their food. And they're, they're really getting, you know, they're getting, um, uh, targeted They're they're getting, you know, picked out. Um, uh, somebody I know that works in the school system, she said, um, you know, she'll be walking in the halls and see a boy and girl making out, right? You know, and, and she, that's probably put mildly. <laughs> right. No, but she said the sad thing is, is she almost wants to go congratulate them. <laughs> you know, not that she's going to, yeah. but but not that she's congratulating them making out, but it's a boy and girl, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, instead of, the, other the situations things, going on right you know, the things that are going on our on our right. campuses are that they're, they're out of control yeah we have no dress codes there's they have standards you know behavioral standards but they don't hold them to any point my yeah, son's no accountability no my son's in high school and i'm on his campus a lot probably a lot more than he would like me to be <laughs> <laughs> but i am there and i hear the kids talk yeah. and i see the way that they dress and i see the way that they treat their peers and treat their teachers right. and i see the behavior that is accepted by the adults from the students right and i just think to myself Man, if this was 10 or even 15 years ago, yeah. I mean, these kids would have all been expelled. <laughs> right. No, exactly. But there's no the, the the lack of confrontation, the lack of accountability, all because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, right? Or because we don't understand their culture. Because we don't or, understand their culture. It is literally producing a, an, an, 
generation, another generation that has no um, respect for authority, has no work ethic. Now, I'm speaking generally, right? So I know that there's still people that have Absolutely. have work, uh, uh, you know, uh, all those good things. But we're really That's producing. The minority. <laughs> yeah, that it's it's sadly now the minority, right? And so they're they're coming into adulthood, and why work? Right? Why work? The government will take care of me and that kind of thing. Uh, why have any respect for anybody? Why? And then the, the lack of respect for life, right? The lack, the lack of respect for life and the lack of ability to critically think nowadays. These kids, they're told what to think, how to think, what to do, how yeah. to act, where to be. But they're not taught how. They're not taught how to figure out complex problems. Now, don't get me wrong. Our district has some great programs like our CTE and great. CTEC yeah. programs that are teaching in a Good. different way. Good. Great. But in the actual school building where yeah. the majority of kids are, those yeah. practices aren't being put into place. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sad. And and uh, again, you hit where they're, they're, you know, the good, you know, founded, you know, people that are in there, um, Christian or not. I mean, just people that really love children. They have good intentions. They want to sow into these kids and stuff. Uh, they're under so much pressure that they're they're leaving, which, of course, leaves it even more because there's less resistance, so to speak, right? And it leaves the door open for people who are unqualified, who are coming into oh, these positions in order order to have access to young minds right. to mold. You know, our standards have been lowered, not just for our kids, but for our educators. We've got first year teaching students teaching our classrooms full time. There are teachers being hired every day that have no degrees. That, uh, I didn't know that. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah, we have. Such, do we, should we do that for our nurses and doctors? Exactly. I um, mean, no. It's, it's really sad and it's scary now. And I understand there are some some areas where experience pays off, sure. you know, whenever you're teaching technical skills, stuff like right, that. Right. That is great. I completely understand it. But if you're teaching my child math and English, I want you to be proficient and I want exactly. to know you are proficient. I You have a caller? Well, let's take the caller. Perfect. Exciting. All right. Let's find out who Ron your caller is. Say your name. My name is Ron from Salem, and um, I'm going to address three issues. One, this uh, you have to watch people that's, you know, homeschool, and a lot of our kids goes to some uh, continuous school because they have college professors. But when you get teachers that's pushing down their uh, genderization through that, and then use a racist group like LUS, that means Latinos, Unidos, Siempre, that's shameful. Parents need to come out no matter what color and hold these people accountable. And as far as they care about lust and the conflict of interest by some board members, where they shaming having the kids cuss down the school board members when I'm resigned is shameful in the sample. And I pray that your city will get a backbone. <laughs> I have spoken because I'm that little black redneck from Polk County. <laughs> and I don't play no games. <laughs> I walk with Jesus. Oh. And I grew up in it 50 years ago from yeah. Maxine Waters, who superseded my uh, my city councilman at the time period, Gus Hawkins. Oh. And the result is, is what you're seeing in real time. Unaccountability and everything else. I'm just blessed that God guided me with a good memory and 102 IQ. All right. And the point was, I had foster care um, after this, after 77, my dad went to wife number three and uh, put me and my sister in the foster home. But my first foster father was Sinatra. My second foster father was Tuskegee Airmen and flew 126 missions. And 77 years ago, he went to Vienna and had to supervise that and supervise with the Polish and the Russians all the way to the modern area we call the V. One of few blacks ever walked into Texas from from Alabama and my foster mom who raised five hundred foster kids and adopted a kid seventy years ago this month. Um, there's no free lunch. The main point I'm trying to reach out to is through the faith we have to lean on, whatever choosing. Mm -hmm. Two, we gotta teach our kids not be their kids' friends and a name because it's woke. 
because they can tell woke is breaking our kids That's with true. Kate Brown cutting down our kids the educational sense we may get 18,000 plus a kid we have fourth in education and spending but we're dumber than a box of rocks like Maryland New York <laughs> Minnesota and, and even California and you know how a box of rocks is okay <laughs> <laughs> but the point is this, honey. If we don't stand, you're the school board election this come and ask God and seek who you we need to represent from our communities, and the Republican body better get a backbone and not just talk. Marion County, act. Reach <laughs> out to the flock. Love your flock. Protect thy flock. Yeah. Didn't Jesus commanded Peter on the rock? Yes, he loved him very much. But nevertheless, we have to walk by faith, know our history, and know it not by sight, but by the divine providence. And history is God's providence in human affairs. That's Daniel Webster. All Without right. his hand, if you don't understand your past, you cannot live it. You cannot improve things in the present, and our children will. If you don't show the backbone, won't have a future. Yeah, that's the fact. May God bless you, ladies. May well, God you use you to be the light because I need some Deborahs, I need some Jochebels, and I need some Miriams. Yeah, and it's time to come on out. Amen. In Jesus' Amen. name. Appreciate Amen. You Love you, ladies, brother. Absolutely. Bye. Bye now. Okay. Have a good day. And you know he's right. He's completely right. Our school board elections yeah. are coming up. That's why I'm running for school board. Oh, wonderful. Director of Zone Two. Nice. Um, it's these are our most important elections, in my yeah. opinion. You know, these yeah. are our children. These children are going to be running our country in 15 to 20 years. And that's really scary. Yeah. If you walk around the mall and listen to how they talk or if you, oh, you know, yeah. go to a drive through and you notice there's nobody working. It yeah. used to be that's where yeah. the 15, 16, 17 year olds yeah. started to, you know, learn that work ethic, learn yeah. how to flip and burgers, you know, or, take you know, direction, yeah. learn self accountability, right. th- those simple skills. And they just don't have it anymore. No, no, you know, in, and I, I believe, uh, obviously in God, I believe in miracles. Um, I believe in those things. Um, and certainly God can intervene, but God is not going to overwrite someone's will. And so you have these children that are, like I said, again, that are being raised up with a lack of, of education, a lack of tools, uh, resources, uh, other than, you know, government resources. And, uh, and, and whatever they're hearing, you know, they have no reason to doubt it, right? Mm-hmm. A teacher recently here in the Salem area uh, said to her, her students that it's not really fair to call a fetus a baby, right? Uh, well, I, I mean, I don't know what kind of education, maybe she's one of those that, that you said not even fully educated yet. I, I'm like even medically or even, it, let's just even say, put aside medically that a fetus is a baby. Again, that thinking, that proclamation is is getting to our children that, again, this is just, it's just a blob of tissues, it's just a fetus. It's really bringing down the value of life. Um, you know, these, these children, um, my heart just breaks for them because they are really, they're not being uplifted and saying you are made in the image of God. And let's just say that they don't are told that, but they're, you know, you have value, you have worth, you're incredible. You have amazing giftings, all these things speaking life instead. Well, you're related to some slime, best a monkey, you know, and you're really, you're, you're just an you're anim- a victim. You're a victim. You're just an animal. So act like one. I mean, if I was a student nowadays in the public school system and I had, you know, the teacher had given me a project to do. I had to do a speech and had to have a little, you know, a a little slideshow and all that, you know, and uh, and worked hard because I want to get an A. So worked hard, studied, did all this stuff. And the student in front of me, before me, gets up in a hamster outfit uh, taking a dump in a litter box in the school and gets up and goes meow, meow, meow. I'm sorry, it was a cat, not a hamster. Meow, 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 and does a whole speech in meowness. And the teacher is forced to give them an A. I, as a student, would be like, 
why did I just spend hours right. studying and researching? Well, I could have <laughs> got up there and went, and got an A. I mean, it's literally taking these students that really want to work hard, that they want to have, uh, you know, they want to put in. And we really see that with them removing our honors programs in our public schools. You know, they've taken them and they've embedded them into the English and math classes. And crazy, crazy story last year, one of my son's math teachers, he was a freshman. We were parent teacher conference okay. and we're talking about you know how he's doing and he's yeah. always been great in math you know great ahead bless his heart wonderful I okay and <laughs> me too <laughs> and he his math teacher is explaining to me how their tests are done and he lets me know that they're all done in group or open book and I'm thinking and I ask well how can you you know test that they're you know capable and that they can move on to the next step and you know what he told me do tell he told me why why do these kids need to memorize this stuff they have their phones they don't need to fill their brain with all of the stuff to just memorize because there's hardly any space in your brain most of the kids they're not going to use this stuff anyways they just need it to get by so they can if they ever need this they can use their phone they need to you know use that brain space for the stuff that they need and I'm thinking to myself, I'm laughing, but it's so sad. It really is because how can our children master complex skills and, right. you know, if they can't understand the basics? Well, how can it's okay, I- uh, Cassidy, there's Google. There is Google. There's Google. There's there's phones. There's electronics. Well, and it's, So it's know, okay. It really is scary because if you, it comes down to it. Are our engineers going to know basic math? Our our no, doctors going to okay. know robots, basic biology? Robots are going to do that. <laughs> so robots are going to do that. So we don't really. So here's the thing. So why even send our children to school? I'll tell you why. Babysitting. Yes, I just said that out loud, right? <laughs> People rely on that. I, I'm not saying it, everybody. I'm is, not saying everybody, but there are folks that rely on that for babysitting. And we see it every day. The lack of parental involvement. Yeah. Is, crazy which is why I understand and I see from the other side why a lot of these you know bleeding hearts want to implement all these programs yeah. why they feel that they need to take these children under their wing yeah. because there are children in situations who need that guidance who need that right. help who don't have supportive parents at home who don't have parents to take them to the dentist or to the doctor or right. to give them that moral support or that shoulder to cry on yeah and it's sad and we need to help those kids but that's not our school's job that's our social services come on that is true and it is you're right they have overreached their their boundaries right so yeah again i mean if um anyway oh my goodness now we have great county uh, we have great county programs for stuff like that too right and are those encouraged are those encouraged not as much as they should be. I right. think our district is trying to take everything on. They're trying oh. to take on security. They're trying to take on medical. They're trying yeah. to take on social emotional. They're trying to take on everything but education. Yeah, so and they need to so, go back to So it. whoever the control freaks are need to chill out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I have control issues myself. I understand what that's like. And and even let's just say you have let's say you have some people that really have actually a good heart, right? Good hearts, they really want to do it. Maybe they don't know God and stuff, but they still have a good heart. They right. Uh, and like you said, they're wanting to to do all this stuff, but you still need to work within your boundaries, in your lane. Absolutely. Stay in your Stay lane. Stay in your lane. I tell people that all the time. Right. We are passionate about a hundred different things, yeah. but you can't make real change if you scatter yourself everywhere. No, that's you true. need to focus on what your goals are, absolutely. what your outcome you want is, and just stay in that lane. Stay in that lane. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know that we, you know, we pray for our school, uh, our teachers, our principals, those that are working uh, in that um, arena. Um, and we pray for them that, you know, that they really, um, uh, their, their hearts, if need be, change, you know, their minds become um, uh, clear, <laughs> right? Because these are, again, our children, um, you know, that we're talking about, our precious children that are going to become adults. 
So I wanted to bring up this to you. Um, and actually, we, we talked about it before. Um, but for those listeners that di- don't know. So again, talking about, um, you know, school, school situations and things that things that are happening that shouldn't be. So recently, a teacher um, uh, talked about addiction. That's a good thing to talk about addiction, right? And there's all sorts of things that can, you know, you can be addicted to. You can be addicted to food and TV and you can be addicted to um, actually uh, um, they had a picture of uh, cutting, you know, uh, there's uh, addiction in, you know, even exercise, you know, I mean, people can become addicted to that. There's all sorts of things. So so the teacher was talking about addiction, which is, is great. Um, uh, but one of the things that they included was literally the Bible. Yeah, literally a picture of the Bible with a cross on it. Now they did not put a Quran on there. They did not put a Buddha picture on there. They did not put um, the coexist. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The coexist bumper sticker. They didn't put that on there. They literally targeted specifically the Christian Bible. Now I wouldn't have had a problem had they actually had that coexist thing, kind of you know the whole combined thing. Or if they would have had the word religion, uh, but they said, you know, even things that seem good can you can be bad, and uh, I find that very very pointed and you know wrong. Very pointed and deliberately leaving out certain aspects that it seems people are very addicted to right now, yeah. which is social justice issues oh, and political on. issues. I right. mean, people are addicted to them and we see it every day yeah. on our campuses, on in our streets. Yeah. We have a business in Shearwood. We're up and down in Portland a yeah. lot. And man, they say Antifa's not real. It's real and it's everywhere. And oh, yeah. this is scary. And we're yeah. in a scary time. And for them to target specifically the Christian religion right, through the Holy Bible, right. you know, and I have a friend whose daughter was going to recess and decided to take her Bible with her just last week. Okay. And a teacher approached her and told her, you can't take that and took the Bible from her. Oh, boy. And yeah, I mean, this parent is not happy about it. And I'm sure she's going to raise Kane and As there's going to be complaints filed and she yeah. needs to because right. it's when else would her daughter be able to read the Bible? At Ex- exactly. Recess is the only time and their excuse that they give was that they didn't want the Bible to get messed up at recess. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I don't know about you, but our Bibles are supposed to be worn. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, my question is, and of course, this is only, I mean, you know, it didn't happen, but how about if that little girl had the Quran? Exactly. Would she, it have been taken away from her? Absolutely not. That's my thinking, right? Because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a lot of just brokenness out there in the system. There's a lot of... very much targeted and still there are people to this day that go I don't know why you keep saying the church is under attack I'm like I don't know what you're watching well actually I do know what you're watching um turn it off anyway uh but it is really Christianity slash the church is under attack I think Judeo-Christian values in general are under attack yeah our way of living I mean if the things that are trying to be normalized in our society, the hypersexualization of our children. Oh, my goodness. The, you know, everything. And if you look back to other societies throughout times, it wasn't always bad. You look back to the Roman right, times, right. the Greek times. Yeah. You know, the the abuse of children wasn't frowned upon. It that Those are our values. Right. That, that we know that they're, it's wrong. It shouldn't happen. Yeah. So we're not we, sacrificing our children. No. Well, I mean, J.O. <laughs> Christian, you know, uh, values are we don't sacrifice our children. Exactly. Like some other cultures. Right. Lives matter. Yes. And we were made, you know, in in his creation. And it's just, it is really scary. And it's, we really do have a spiritual war going on. It is spiritual for sure. we can't deny it. No matter how close or far away from God you are, you know, he's there and you know that there's a war being fought against him. Yeah. Yeah. Now our timer, gentlemen, our timer hasn't been on the whole time. So I have no (laughs) idea of how we're doing on time. Uh, So just a heads up on that. Um, I want to make sure that we're stay on track. Um, Yeah, it's just, you know, when we're talking like this, Cassidy, um, you know, it, it can seem so hopeless, you know, like, 
like why even try right like what it's just it just it's just overwhelming right it, yes definitely it is and but we shouldn't give up though yeah and we've got parents every day who are discouraged you know parents who've yeah. been fighting back on this for years and they're like why isn't everybody up in arms yeah. why is it just me why is it just the same group showing up right. and voicing our concerns because we know other parents are just as concerned they yeah. talk to us about it every single day yeah but they just don't have time because they're so busy being involved in their children's lives. Right, sure. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah. that's a fun sound. <laughs> yes, that was some kind of timer. <laughs> no, and again, you know, I really, I, I honor the parents that are out there. They're, they're working hard. Um, you know, maybe both mom and dad are having to work. Maybe that's not because they want to, but the, you know, they have to, uh, the, 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 you know, economy is just ridiculous right now. And um, so, so you know, they're, they're having to work to support their family. They love their children. They're doing the best they can. Um, and, 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 and in those cases, you know, I, I, I do give grace with understanding that they're, they're just hoping that their children, uh, to chew the cut again, uh, to that their children are getting the education that they have before, that they got, you know, and but it's just not, not, and they're not. They're and, not. And so. And we have to stop now and we have to make change now because right as a small business owner it's already really hard to find employees yeah we can't find anybody right. to and, work and what tell us why 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 is it hard because people don't want to work they've what? been given handouts <laughs> they don't have to work they, right you know and it's yeah and even the ones that do need it yeah they don't have the skills or they come in with minimal skills at right. an entry level position expecting to make manager wages. Right. And, you know, I grew up in a world where you had to work your way up. You had to start at the bottom. You had to learn. Yeah. You had to, you know, get yeah. there. And over time, then you became, you know, at the top of the totem pole. And it just doesn't seem that way. It seems like our kids are being raised entitled that Very they have things handed to them. They don't yep. have to work for them. What does happen to them isn't their fault. It's no, their victims. No. They've, you know, been dealt this horrible right. deck of cards. And we used to be taught perseverance. We used to be taught to overcome obstacles, yeah. to navigate through, you know, certain situations and to learn from the mistakes. I was taught that failure isn't failure if you learned something from it right absolutely so, you know, and that's yeah. those are what we're not teaching our kids anymore at no. least in the mainstream you know like exactly. I said, we do still have some great programs some great clubs mm -hmm. some great things that are teaching and we yeah. need more of that we need to expand yeah. on those things we need to teach our kids civics again we need to teach them you know community yeah. and involvement and success and what it means to be a successful community member but isn't success just showing up <laughs> i mean isn't that success well whenever there I got is a equal equity participation award so i didn't have to you know mm -hmm. I, I think of sports or different things where these kids you know you've got your kids right that have been raised with perseverance they've been raised that you work hard to get where you're at and so you know they're they're practicing whatever they're doing and then you have a kid that's you know ah, I showed up I got an award too well, and you see it in our sports right now too we have an yeah. issue with our athletes who aren't making grades and they're not being held to the standards that they are supposed to be held to if okay. you are failing classes you are not supposed to be able to to compete, to Which, participate. That's how it's you been. It makes sense, right? Absolutely. Right. Well, that's not the case anymore. Oh, these man. kids are failing and they're just being passed along. Well, and what are these coaches thinking? Okay, so you have a star player who's, you know, right. doing wonderful. What's their future going to be? Because they yeah. can't get into any college that wants them on right. a scholarship if they don't have the grades anyways. Right. So you are pretty much ruining their futures by not pushing them in yeah. fact and our district has so many different opportunities so maybe that kid's not the best in English or math sure but maybe he can learn auto shop yeah and maybe he can learn woodworking right. and he could learn a valuable skill that those other you know qualities are yeah. integrated in right well and I think too I mean um uh I am not a sports person I mean in high school I played volleyball so but you know my husband Pastor Lou he was heading to professional football right and it was you worked hard you you I mean you dug in you you worked hard um, and of course you know his whole story um, in a quick nutshell is um, he ended up 
about to kill himself when God intervened. So anyway, his his direction of life turned completely different. But so so you know, in a lot of these kids, you know, they're like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into football. I'm gonna go to college football, and then I'm gonna get on a major team. I'm gonna make millions of dollars, and those are great goals. I would never squash anybody's you know idea or goal of that. But the truth is, a very very small amount reach that yeah, right. I. I just read a stat that said 3% of high school athletes actually go on to play college. 3%? 3%. And that's at any level. That's even their backup players. Really? 3%. Wow. Wow. So here you've got somebody, right, that's that's failing, right, in, in school, but yet they're still allowed to, to go on the field or, you know, whatever whatever sport they're in. And um, and so they're like, I don't need school. In fact, I recently had somebody, not here in this state, but had somebody in their, their teenage uh, child was saying, I, I'm just going to quit school. I'm just going to quit school because I don't, I don't need, I don't need this. I, I'm never going to use it. Right. That's one of the things. And I'm just, uh, I, I'm just going to quit because I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to just go into the, you know, a career and I'll, I'll be fine because he's a child and he doesn't understand how yeah. things work. Yeah. At this point, my 13 year old thinks that he's going to be a professional NFL player because awesome. he's 13 and six foot and 170 pounds right. of pure muscle. And so why wouldn't that be? Sure. I mean, you know, you <laughs> think that was a, be a shoe in, right? Absolutely. But it's not. It's and not. even if you are, even if you do make it, and even if you are that one in a million that does yeah. make it, that's a very short career. So if you don't know how to manage your finances after that short career yep. or build something to sustain you in your life after that, right, right. then what? You're just somebody who used to play football and used yep. to have a lot of money and a nice right. car and some nice houses. Yeah. My husband, uh, um, last time we were in his state that he uh, went to high school in, um, anyway, he uh, he said, I'd like to find those guys that you know I went to school with. And he said, so he said, honey, I, I'm going to go find them. And I said, well, how would you know where they are? He goes, I'm going to the bar. Because he knew that's and sure enough, uh, not all of them, but there was those that were at the bar still talking about high school days. You know, Mm -hmm. they they, they, beyond that, they it's not that their life was. Isn't there a Taylor Swift song about that? Yelling at the TV about your high school football days. Yeah, Yeah, it's you know, it really is sad. You you see it all the time. One of the guys ended up buying the bar because he was there so much. Just buy the bar, right? Uh, And and and. And I'm not I'm not against people talking about the good old days. I mean, I think we all do that. But if that's where you're stuck, right? And my concern is these kids, that's mm-hmm. where they're going to be. They're going to be stuck in a place where all their eggs were on a basket, one basket, right? So to speak. And they're 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 all just all in, I'm just going to be that professional football player, baseball player, whatever it be, right? And and they don't make it for whatever reason. I mean, I, I know a gentleman that was heading to professional softball and injured his shoulder. It, it, he hadn't even got to the professional part yet. And literally, that was it. That was done. That was over. And just and like ha- that. And just like that. It's over. And, and again, not that I wish anybody harm or to have, but life happens. And so if you don't have that education, going back to the school, if you don't have an education, if you don't have, and, and I tell people all the time, it's not like you have to go on to college. There's lots of school, you know, you can learn welding and uh, mm-hmm. tech schools, right? Different things you can do. Absolutely. You know, college is not for everyone. It wasn't for me. I didn't go to traditional college. I went to yeah. school to become a medical assistant and went yeah, from there, yeah. you know? So there's lots of things you can do, um, but still there's basic things that you need to know. Um, yes. If, have I have I ever used algebra? No. I, you know... <laughs> I have a calculator. Okay. (laughs) Um, But there's basic things. And so, you know, they're talking about, you're talking about that teacher. Well, you don't want to fill up their brain with all this stuff because they need room for others, which I I hope that he was actually joking or realized that the brain we use, I think the stat is like five or 3% of our brain. I mean, so really we have plenty of space, but so if that's the the belief that we don't want to fill up our kids' brains with too much, so they have room for others, well, what are you wanting that other stuff to be filled up? So we don't. They we don't need to take away their social media and TikTok and all this time that they're spending on their phone. If we're worried about exactly. their brains getting full of nonsense, or, or at school they're teaching them about 
stuff that has an agenda, right? Because you're indoctrinating, you know, somebody <laughs> told me, you know, uh, you're just, you're preaching. Uh, yeah. I said, you know what? So does the comedian, the comedians preach mm-hmm. night, late night show, show guys, they preach. Everybody preaches. It just may not be behind a pulpit with a Bible, but people preach, right? Absolutely. I think that, you know, we're all being told from somebody what our mission is, what we're supposed to be preaching sure, about. Sure, everybody's got an opinion, right? Whether everybody it's has education yeah. or, it, and it's, you know, it's just really sad that our school system is trying to raise advocates. They're trying to raise social justice warriors. Yeah. They are, they're teaching them these skills in the wrong way. They're not trying to raise civil servants. They're not trying to raise pillars of their community. They're trying right. to raise people to tear it down. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's that's really sad. Mm-hmm. That's really, really sad because there's going to be a consequence to these actions. We may not see it tomorrow, you know, though I, I believe we see it now, right? I think there's already because the generation before, right? So uh, so we're seeing the consequences of those things, you know, going back to um, whether it's Antifa, BLM, all these groups um, that that um, they're 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 actually most of them that my experience is is most of them are just hurt young people they really don't have a direction so they it's it's really essentially a gang right it's yeah. substitute for family that and i mean we never know the struggles that people went through and no a lot of people are neglected they yep. mm-hmm. especially from a young age we yeah. live in a lot of poverty. I mean, we've got homelessness. We've yeah. got drug abuse. We have lack of parental, yeah. you know, guidance. We, right. We've got it all. And as a community, yes, we do need to step in and help each other and guide right. each other and lead each other. And challenge each and other. challenge each other. Yes, yeah. that's something that our community is definitely lacking is that civil discourse. People cannot have conversations on things that right. they disagree on without it becoming a yelling, screaming right. match. Right, right. And we we can't have a civil society that way. We ha- That's how that's we right. grow. That's how we build is yeah. by learning from each other. And if you don't go into every conversation expecting to learn something, then you're not going into the conversation in the right way. Yeah, that's excellent, excellent advice. My, my philosophy is that anybody I encounter, right, is fighting their own Goliath. They're going through their own challenge, their war, whatever it be. It, it could be they lost a pet. It could be that they, they don't have money for a bill. They could be they lost a loved one. Their marriage just, you know, whatever it be, we're all fighting something. So we do need to be very gracious and, and merciful to each other, right? Um, uh, you know, but also hold each other accountable. But hold each other accountable, right? I mean, I don't care if you're an atheist or you're way over here on the other spectrum, right, that we can come together on some pretty basic human things, and that's to be kind to each other. I mean, just because I disagree with somebody doesn't mean I don't love them. And I, treat people with dignity. Yeah, and treat people with dignity, absolutely. And that's what, you know, all of this inclusivity that is being yeah. touted in our district and in our schools right. is, is it's just a facade. It, they it really don't, is, yeah. They don't want true diversity they want diversity as long as it fits in their box right and it's really sad because we are a very diverse community we have so many different religions and races we have a wonderful islander community that is just i mean huge and they are so connected with family and russian community russian community is i mean yeah it's it's just Mm -hmm. wonderful and we we really don't want to hear from them unless their opinions align with ours right. is what I've heard from the district. Oh boy, that, that's so sad. Now we have um, a little over eight minutes left. Cassidy, I want, what is some of the things here that you brought? you want to share with yeah, folks on so this? A okay. few months ago, I was working on a recall of th- three of our school board directors, which it, I'm not going to say was unsuccessful because okay. we were very successful yeah, in waking up the masses yes, as to yes. what was going on in our community. A lot of yeah. people had no, no idea. You I know, didn't. we talk about these books in our schools, yeah, and people think, "Oh, it's just a book; it can't be that bad." And then you show them the pictures. I've seen pictures, and you put it in front of them, and they're like, "Are you?" 
are you serious? Right. This is what you're talking yeah. about? I thought you yeah. were talking about just, you know, mm-hmm. little books here and there. You mean this is what they're teaching our kindergartners? Yeah. And with those 14,000 people who signed our petition, plus more okay. who wouldn't sign because of the fact that they were scared, people oh, who wow. worked for the district or worked for the state. They didn't or, want their name on it. They there. didn't want their name on it because they know once it's submitted, it's public record okay. and anybody can get it. They're scared of backlash. Okay. I get it. Okay. But once people started waking up to what was happening yeah. and seeing, it really started spreading like wildfire. Very good. And people are still talking and we got to keep that conversation alive yes. because like I said, school board elections are coming up in May yeah, yeah. and it is the most important election that we can have because mm-hmm. these are our children. These are their futures. These are our futures. Right. Well, the thing for those, did you say 14,000 didn't sign? No, we got, so we needed 16,300 okay. in order for the recall to move forward. Okay. We only gathered around 14,000. So how many approximately didn't sign because of fear? Um, I would say at least, well, I can't speak. We've had tons of right, people just circulating just yeah. for me. Yeah. I would say I encountered at least 25 to 30 people who were like, we are there for you. We support you. We'll tell all of our friends and family, but I won't put right. my name on so, it. So it was 20, 25 people just for you. Just for me. And we so, had probably 20, 30 people circulating the right. petition So regularly. times that by that, if those people will just vote the right way, yes. right? That's not public record of what nope. they voted. So at least not yet. But anyway, <laughs> um, then then that can help change things. Absolutely. Right? We can make yeah. a lot of change. Just yeah. be active. How, nobody yeah. votes on our school board races. Oh, my it's goodness. Such, you know, it's crazy. It really well, is. Well, these things, and for those that don't know, literally the the pictures, I don't even need to look again. <laughs> I've seen them before. But um, the things that are teaching your children with the pictures, if you or I or anybody in this or anybody had those pictures on their phone, uh, no doubt we would be arrested for child so pornography. During this recall campaign, yeah. we sent out text messages okay. to about 30,000 30, people. Okay. The first text message I put to send, yeah. the carriers wouldn't let me send it because it was considered pornographic material. Because it is! Yeah. And I thought, well, how ironic. And, you know, the company that we went through as much as they supported us with like, we understand there's an issue. It needs to get out there. But we just can't put it out on our platform because the carriers will cut us. Right. They'll fine us. They'll, you know. And I was like, are you kidding? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and this is one question I ask for those that are really pushing this agenda that, um, or at least are like maybe in the middle, they're like, you know, whatever. So um, so just last night, my six-year-old daughter informed me that she was going to marry her dad, okay? <laughs> and so I said, well, honey, he's married to me. Nope, nope, I'm marrying daddy. You can marry him too, but I'm marrying him. So so daddy now has, you know, technically, you know, not technically, but anyway, <laughs> in her mind has two wives, but that's cool as a six-year-old. And so I told my husband this morning laughing, I said, your daughter says she's going to marry you. And he laughed, you know, and we laughed because that's not going to happen. But, but, and, and I'm being facetious here, but why not? We're, we're allowing everything else going on. Uh, you know, uh, Timmy and Susie that are brother and sister, let them get married. I mean, where do we stop? Where is the cutoff? Right. And, you know, we have people and, and I and I really do. I, my heart goes out to the struggle they have with their body dysphoria. But these people um, that, you know, I'm, I'm now, you know, this or that, you know, which is not who they really are. Um, where does it stop? You know, you know, I mean, so now, you know, I'm an American, but let's say now I want to be, uh, you know, uh, you know, a, a British or, you know, uh, an African or Chinese it doesn't culture. make sense. It and doesn't that's the make thing, sense, is but, it, but, is but it doesn't. But 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 it, I mean, I'm just being facetious here. But if if we're doing that, where does it stop? And you know, that's the thing. I think that they're trying to blur those lines. And if you look closely, there is you know the hypersexualization of our children. They're pushing oh, this man. stuff on yeah. our children younger and younger yeah. and younger. And it doesn't end well. No, it, it does it not. It never ends well. No. And we 
we can't allow it. Our kids need to be allowed to be kids. Yes, they need to have yes. these agendas taken yeah. out from in front of their faces. Yeah. You know, and it's everywhere. I'm not naive to know that my son's going to drive down the street and see billboards right. with half-dressed women. Right. They're going to see commercials. Right. They're going to be introduced Magazine to stuff covers, at school. even at the, you know, store Absolutely. Stuff is, you know, but it used to be school was the safe place where you didn't have to worry about them encountering those sure, things. Right. Yes, we can, you know, teach them on the outside world, but we didn't send them to school thinking that they were going to be supplied these materials. Right. right. Well, I think, you know, um, it's sad and we're down to three minutes here, but I think it's sad when we have people in the school dis- system, not the but, you know, school system, that they literally believe that the parents should have zero to little um, inf- you know, influence in their children's lives. I had a assistant principal tell me that we should leave the education to those who are educated. <gasps> so I decided to run for school board. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, it's, I yeah. mean, the th- they just really don't think that parents are capable. They right. really think that we are naive. That right. we are, most of these parents are highly educated. Yeah. There's a lot of parents who are ex-educators themselves. Right. Maybe left the right. in, the profession right. a long time ago. Yeah. And they're getting pushback and yeah. we're not uneducated. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Are there some parents out there that, that um, you know, are, uh, I'll just say it, bad parents? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. mean, we're not in denial of that. But um, but those of us that um, can, we really need to, to voice our concerns. We need to get in there like you, you felt to to run, um, you know, we need to vote all those things um, to help fight against what's going on um, to protect our children, really. Absolutely. Right. Our children need to be protected and it's our job to do it. We're their parents. We're their parents. God gave us, I don't care if you believe in God or not, God has given us children in our care and we're responsible for them. Absolutely. Right? And it's not just to feed them, right? Not just to feed them, but it is to, in all areas, uh, you know, I, I love it, quote unquote, love it when parents say, you know, um, yeah, I'm not going to teach, you know, to have my kids go to church or, you know, I, I'll just let them figure that out. Wow. How's that going for you with potty training? Just no, don't, don't give them direction. Yeah. Just let them figure That's it out. Why we raise our children. We raise. It requires an effort. It requ- yes. Right. We guide them. Yeah. We- Absolutely. Shepherd them. Well, Chastity, we have less than a minute now. You want to say anything else in ending here? Um, No, just I really hope that our community keeps the fight up about yeah. our schools. I right. mean, stay active. Pay attention. We've yes. got a lot of things that our district is trying to push in one of the scariest health centers on our campuses. Right. So we really need to get involved. Do that. Well, we appreciate you uh, listening in with us with KSLM. That does we it for this so episode. And if you're interested KSLM, in connecting with a community Lord bless of like-minded you all people, have an amazing please go to our website at today. And remember to vote when you need to and, uh, you know, stand up for what's right. From Apple, right? App or Google all right, Play blessings. Schools. Yes, if you're like welcome. Thanks for coming. Today, Chastity Trout. you to go to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.